Polar7 Enterprises presents Comic NFTs, an ethical approach, using digital collectibles to enhance your independent comic business. Read for you by the author, Greg Choswald. For access to extensive references, images, and a glossary meant for beginners, be sure to download your copy of the book at comicnfts.com. Hey everyone, hope you're having a great week. Before we get into this chapter, I think it's one of the most important chapters in the book. I just want to apologize in advance if there's any construction noise in the background. About uh, two years ago, a home burnt down on our street and they finally started construction. It's been amazing to watch them bring in all of the pre-cut wood and things. We've gone from having a hole in the ground to having a what looks like a house in under four days. It's been very cool to watch, but it is kind of noisy. The other thing I wanted to bring up is just a reminder that there's citations in the book. If you've been told that NFTs are bad for the environment, you might find some things in this particular chapter, give you a little cognitive dissonance. So definitely download the book and have a look at my references and citations. And then the last thing I unfortunately have to say is this is the first chapter where there's an outright falsehood that was true when I wrote the book, but is no longer true. Specifically, I say categorically that the Bitcoin blockchain can't host NFTs. That's still arguably technically true, but there was just recently announced a workaround that allows people to inscribe images and text onto the, the Bitcoin blockchain. It's a real peripheral use case in terms of the NFT market, but it, it does make it inaccurate to say that you can't make NFTs on the Bitcoin blockchain. I just wanted to bring that to your attention. I'll just read the book as it is, but when we get to that part, put a mental asterisk on that. I'll talk about that later when I talk specifically about Bitcoin up. That's definitely a chapter I'm going to have to change in the book. This chapter basically tells the origin story of the NFTs are bad for the environment myth. Without further ado, here we go. Ethereum. Until very recently, the Ethereum blockchain had a carbon footprint about four times as large as the entire U.S. film and television industry. If that was the case, and there were alternatives, why were Ethereum-based NFTs even a thing? Why did so many creators continue to create and sell NFTs on this energy-intensive blockchain, even when alternatives became available? Blame it on history, whales, the Nakamoto coefficient, and the promise of the merge. History. The history of blockchain technology is a lot like the history of spreadsheets. Bitcoin, the granddaddy of them all, is a one-hit wonder. Its sole purpose is to be an auto-updating table, a ledger, keeping track of currency transactions between unique addresses. Metaphorically speaking, you can think of the Bitcoin blockchain as being a simple table in an old-school word processing document. Does anyone else remember WordPerfect? The Bitcoin ledger cannot host NFTs. In 2013, Vitalik Buterin took this digital ledger concept to an entirely different level by combining smart contracts with the blockchain. In our spreadsheet analogy, this was the VisiCalc moment. Ethereum, ETH for short, was revolutionary because it added functions to ledger technology. In the same way that a spreadsheet document can be used for many different purposes, for example, keep track of a home budget, manage a guest list for a party, or collate GHG well-to-wheel calculations, the same thing happens on Ethereum. The equivalents of these function-focused spreadsheets in the blockchain world are called distributed apps, or dApps. Since the initial stable release of Ethereum on July 30th, 2015, 
literally thousands of dApps have been created on Ethereum. Among the first applications on Ethereum were special purpose cryptocurrencies. There are a whole host of these tokens that ride on top of the Ethereum blockchain. While it is fair to say that every cryptocurrency is built on top of some blockchain or digital ledger, not everything on a blockchain has anything to do with cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrencies are just one use case of blockchain technology. At last count, nearly 3,000 unique dApps exist on Ethereum, and this is growing daily. NFT trading and sales are facilitated by dApps that incorporate the use of NFTs. It's analogous to how some apps on your phone support JPEG files. In the same way that new competitors came out in the spreadsheet world, anyone old enough to remember Lotus123? The blockchain world is still trying to find its market-dominating Excel equivalent. That said, it will probably be Ethereum. The first NFT smart contract was created on Ethereum. Because of this first-mover advantage, the Ethereum ecosystem still has the 1. Largest proportion of NFTs by value 2. One of the richest tool sets for creating NFTs 3. The most extensive marketplaces for trading NFTs and 4 the largest community of programmers able to implement a project. The vast majority have trained in the smart contract environment of Ethereum. The Ethereum blockchain, slow and inefficient compared to most modern competitors, has juggernaut momentum. The first comic book NFT I ever saw was created with tools on Mintable.com on the Ethereum blockchain. As I write this, 21 of the top 25 NFT collections, ranked by the number of daily traders, call Ethereum home. As an NFT comic creator, it is just easier to find programmers and tools in the Ethereum space. If you've got that one cousin who knows how to program for blockchain, there's a better than average chance they understand the underpinnings of smart contracts on Ethereum. For the time being, Ethereum's first mover advantage means it is where the majority of the NFT action is. Whales. From a business perspective, the Ethereum blockchain is attractive not only because of the number of traders who use it, but because it is where the whales hang out. To the overall detriment of the technology, the media narrative around NFTs has been around super high-value purchases. The Ethereum blockchain is where the million-dollar NFTs were sold, and in a self-perpetuating cycle, because of this, this is where the crypto whales hang out. It is the blockchain where early blockchain adopters and high roller investors spend their cryptocurrency. This is as good a time as any to remind you that if you were expecting to cash in and make millions of dollars creating NFTs, you will increase your odds by using the Ethereum blockchain. But the reality is that it's very, 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 very unlikely. The media face of NFT excess, Board Ape Yacht Club NFTs, still sell for over $100,000 each and the highest price ever paid was 740 Ethereum, just over a million dollars USD at current prices. As I used to tell my students, if it's on the news, it generally means it represents the exception and not the rule. BAYC is only one collection of over 80,000 collections. Even with these high-value NFTs trading in the mix, the average price of an NFT on the OpenSea marketplace in the last 24 hours was just over $85. Let me repeat, million-dollar sales happen, but they are the exception, not the rule. However, this is still a consideration for a creator's business plan, given that the average NFT price on Magic Eden, home of Solana NFTs, is roughly half of the average on Ethereum at just over $50.
the existence of high roller customers and the largest customer base made Ethereum a tempting choice for launching a comic NFT project. Nakamoto Coefficient The Ethereum blockchain has a reputation for being difficult to tamper with, an important trait for hosting a high-value NFT you intend to keep for a long time. Until mid-September 2022, Ethereum was a proof-of-work blockchain, the same proof-of-work consensus mechanism that made Ethereum such an energy hog was also why it was so trusted. Before the merge, there were thousands of nodes located around the world working together to determine which entries in the spreadsheet were valid. It would have taken 51% of those nodes to collude together to falsify the data. So why is this important? Imagine for a moment that you received $5,000 in your bank account, but when you walk up to the counter of your bank to make a withdrawal, they say, nope, there's nothing here to withdraw. In fact, we don't even have a record of you even being a customer. In the traditional finance system, your backup is the bank's head office. And then if that doesn't work, there is likely some government agency that would hear your complaint. Blockchain technology relies on cryptographic magic to avoid the need for these intermediaries. Without going into the gory details, Ethereum essentially used electricity to manufacture trust. The measure of collusion-proofness of a blockchain is the Nakamoto coefficient, and the Ethereum blockchain historically scored high on this value. The reputation of high security and reliability are reasons why Ethereum has hosted so many of the multi-million dollar NFTs. Even today, if your comic NFT is geared towards selling high-end one-of-one original art, the Ethereum blockchain is likely the most attractive choice. Ethereum before the merge. So Ethereum offers more and wealthier customers in a secure environment. But at what cost? Fortunately, this is where the story just got a happy ending. But first, let's talk about the historic context. The whole narrative around NFTs are destroying the planet is a direct result of the high energy use of the proof-of-work version of the Ethereum network and the inferred damage the electricity production was creating. From an ethical perspective, what to do with Ethereum came down to a person's view of the use of carbon offsets. Conceptually, the reason to purchase carbon offsets is to finance CO2 slash GHG reduction projects so that if you subtract your share of the carbon saved via those projects from the carbon your comic NFT project produced, the combination of the two projects has zero or lower emissions. In the travel industry, this has become very common. If you take your family on vacation to Hawaii, you can pay to have someone plant trees or build solar panels equivalent to the carbon created by the air travel, effectively zeroing out your carbon emissions. This strategy has been incredibly important for the development of the electric vehicle industry and is an important pillar of climate change initiatives proposed by the UN. In the blockchain space, an excellent tool exists to actually calculate the carbon footprint of all of your interactions on the proof-of-work version of the Ethereum blockchain. While I generally tried to avoid Ethereum projects in more recent times, as someone involved with the crypto space since 2018, I knew I had accumulated a footprint. Carbon.fyi is an excellent website that allows you to enter your Ethereum address and have it calculate the carbon footprint of that address. In my case, during the life of my Ethereum wallet, I had accumulated responsibility for just over four tons of carbon, basically the equivalent of a round-trip flight from Philadelphia to San Diego. This was for all of the activity in that wallet, some of which was NFT-related. I was able to help protect a portion of forest in Belize 
and offset the carbon for roughly $25 US. Carbon offsets are easy to calculate, affordable, and help build climate resiliency for the planet, so there was no real excuse not to do this. However, if he needed further motivation to do the right thing, it is important to remember that public blockchains like Ethereum are, by definition, public. Anyone can see the mint address and smart contract of your NFT collection. With this information, there are tools to allow someone to estimate the carbon footprint of the NFTs you created, nftgrade.com being the most current example. Imagine if all products had this feature. If you were not comfortable with the break-it-but-clean-up-after-yourself approach of buying carbon offsets, the alternative was to simply pick a different, less energy-intensive blockchain. Solana is rapidly becoming a viable choice. Or you could wait for the merge. Ethereum after the merge. Just before midnight on September 14th, 2022, I took part in one of the nerdiest nerd events of my entire nerdy life. And that is saying a lot. Over 40,000 viewers and I watched a live streaming event waiting to see if the merge, a major upgrade to the Ethereum network, would be successful. At stake was an ecosystem holding billions of dollars for millions of people, the future of the chain, and on one level, the future of the planet. September 15th, 6.43 a.m. UTC, there were cheers of joy as the new version of Ethereum launched without so much as a tiny glitch. Those engineers were rock stars. The merge radically changed the amount of electricity needed to power the Ethereum blockchain. It is as if, overnight, someone turned off all of the electricity used by the country of Belgium. Ironically, the success of NFTs exposed many of the flaws in Ethereum's use of proof-of-work. In order to remain relevant, considering the competition, a move to the proof-of-stake consensus mechanism became obvious. Think of the merge as going from a situation where thousands of people were in the same auditorium voting at once, that's sort of like proof of work, to a representative system where a much smaller delegation of elected representatives make the decisions, that's proof of stake. The efficiency gains are staggering. After the merge, the estimated direct electricity use of Ethereum is roughly one three thousandth of what it was before. And remember that NFTs represent only a small fraction of that usage. The carbon footprint of the new POS chain is much easier to offset on behalf of everyone, simply by planting about 1,200 trees. One researcher estimated that Ethereum, before the merged, used about 0.2% of the electricity used on Earth. After the merge, the energy use is roughly equivalent to the current amount of energy being spent playing Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered on Steam as I write this. This is a single mid-tier video game on just one platform. Implementing the merge was a bit like turning around a super tanker because of the large number of people using the chain, often with conflicting interests, and the importance of safety moving all of the assets on Ethereum to the new version of the chain. It was not something you wanted to mess with casually because doing so could negatively affect the lives of millions of people around the world. There was a huge risk in moving forward, but arguably a larger risk in doing nothing. So, the TLDR, even the Ethereum blockchain, the original NFT GHG supervillain has joined the ranks of the climate change heroes. As of this edition, no major blockchain hosting NFTs uses proof of work. NFTs have become arguably better for the environment than print comics. It is possible to create ethical comic NFTs that won't destroy the planet. 
you've been listening to pages 68 through 76 of Comic NFT's Unethical Approach. The book in its entirety is available as a free PDF to all subscribers at comicnfts.com and for a small fee via Kindle and Gumroad.